We pray. Heavenly Father, open our ears to hear, our minds to understand, and our hearts to believe your word. Amen. In 1492, Christopher Columbus discovered the Americas. That was a pretty big deal. Martin Luther was nine years old going to grade school. Not such a big deal. In 1497, Copernicus recorded his first astronomical observation. Eventually, he changed the world's view of the solar system. Martin Luther began attending high school. In 1505, Michelangelo began painting the Sistine Chapel. Martin Luther became an insignificant monk. In 1517, the Ottoman Empire defeated the Egyptians and expanded their power over northern Africa. Martin Luther nailed a piece of paper to a church door in Wittenberg and changed the world. So what do you think? Did that nine-year-old boy have any idea that he would be used by God to change the world? And how about that teenager in high school? What about the insignificant monk? And even what about that monk who nailed those 95 theses to the church door in Wittenberg? Did Luther at any of these stages in his life have any idea what God was going to be doing with him? God had a plan for the history of the world. Luther did not know what that plan was. The plans that uh, that, uh, God had for Luther were so great that they even affect us today. So here we are, 500 plus years later, and at least one of the writings of Martin Luther has impacted all of you, and you there in Cyberland. I'm talking about Luther's small catechism. In part, you guys are here because of Luther's small catechism. Now hear the words of the Spirit in Proverbs 16 and also chapter 19. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that will stand. So when it came to God's plans, Martin Luther was clueless, as was his father. Hans Luther wanted Martin to become a lawyer. Well, Martin's life took a different direction. He became a monk. His plan was to become such a good monk that he would save himself from eternal punishment. Nowhere in his plans was the idea that he would become God's tool for bringing about the Reformation. 
God had his own plans. So in the plans, Luther would go through all of these steps that I've mentioned before in his life. And after being a monk, he becomes a priest. And after being a priest, he becomes a professor at the University of Wittenberg. And in the process of carrying out his duties at the university, he comes face to face with the power of the gospel. And particularly these words. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Young Luther had plans. And we could go back in history. Young Abraham, what was he doing as a teenager? He had plans. Young David, the shepherd, had plans. Young Isaiah had plans. Young Mary had plans. Young ILC students have plans. Abraham, David, Isaiah, Mary, Luther, none of them had any idea where the hand of the Lord would lead them. So each of them pursued his or her own plans, not knowing that it was the Lord, well, maybe they did know, that it was the Lord who was actually directing their steps. They just didn't know where it would take them. Likewise, you are in the process of pursuing your own plans. And that's okay. However, you need to know the Lord is directing your steps. You may be surprised eventually to find out where he is leading you. His plans and yours may be totally different. Abraham, David, Isaiah, Mary, Luther... The goal of the plans of God, the goal for each of them, was achieved. It was achieved through the pathway of God's word. Each one of them heard a message from God and embraced it. Abraham and Isaiah heard directly from God. David heard from a prophet. Mary heard from an angel. Martin Luther heard from the Bible. The key to the plan of God for them was faith, believing in Jesus Christ as their Savior, and then obedience, obedience to the will of God. And that's the key for you also. You may not know what God's plans are for you, but of this you can be sure. If you put your faith in Jesus Christ, believing that he did pay for your sins, and if you bow to his will, God's plans for you in this life will be carried out. He will work wonders that you have never expected. You may not be the father of a nation, the king of a country, a great prophet, You're certainly not going to be the mother of the Savior. You may not be a great reformer, but if you are faithful to the Lord and to his word, 
you will become blessed instruments in his hands, just as they were. Young Luther didn't know that one day he would be standing in front of the emperor, laying his life on the line and saying, here I stand. I can't do otherwise. God help me. He submitted not to the will of the emperor, not to the will of the pope, but to the will of God. Now I'm thinking that each one of you is going to have your here I stand moment in your life. And that will become a fork in the road for you. Will you go to the left into disobedience? Or will you go to the right in faith and love? Here's what the Lord says. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. In the final analysis, through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, this is where the plans of the Lord will lead you. The crown of life. Let's turn to the words of hymn number 120, 120, verses 2 and 5. Thoughts all day, nor suffer me. 